1: Time to settle in for some wrestling talk and some Pearl Jam talk. Yeah, we're going to get a little nerdy on you. That's right. You never hear me get too, uh, too nerdy on a few things, but, uh, you know, I'm a movie fan. I'm a comic fan and grew up a massive wrestling fan. And uh, my episode part two guest here of the Brenton Not On Tour Quarantine cast, Mike Pongratz, who you learned all about last week, we're, we, we, we talked a lot. So we broke it up into two episodes. And this week we're going to get into our thoughts On the WWE's decision to move ahead with WrestleMania in an empty arena, what might our friend uh, who wrestled at that event have thought about it? We'll see. We're going to get into the brand-new Pearl Jam record because we're super stoked. I mean, after all, that's where we met. So we're going to get into Gigaton by Pearl Jam and a few other things. So thanks for joining me again this week. Hope you're staying safe, washing your hands, staying inside, or at least going to a park, keeping your distance, and doing your part. Part two. Starts now. Here we go.
0: You're listening to the Brenton Not On Tour Quarantine Cast. So far, he's taught you about good coffee. Damn, Jimmy, is some serious gourmet sh**. Good music. I'm like this, you know, and then that becomes your thing. Music just does that. And the secrets to good travel. Exits.
1: Okay, there's one back here. And there's uh, probably one over by the wing somewhere.
0: Now, thanks to COVID-19, he's here to make sure that you're all good during this time of social distancing and self-isolation. So sit back and enjoy as he broadcasts from any number of exotic locations like Costa del Balconia, La Isla del Garage, Playa del Living Room, and the always made Magical Puerta Backyarda. And don't worry, he's already had the coronavirus and beat it. Still, maybe keep a mask handy. Here's BD. So, um, WrestleMania weekend
1: just happened. Yes. Uh, obviously, our business. So, obviously, they pre taped a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts and, on them actually going through with it? Now, I'm oh. hearing some, there's some people going, listen, hey, like, there's some wrestler comments that are like, listen, we we just, People look to us to provide entertainment, um, which I agree with. Like, you know, they, they, they powered ahead after September 11th and all the rest of it. So there's that. Uh, but then it was this unique kind of thing where it was mm-hmm. an empty arena and they still, they still kind of did it. And, like, and whether you're a wrestling fan or not, picture the NHL having games only on TV with no fans. Picture <laughs> the football. Uh, which is actually a better game on TV anyways, fans or no fans. But like, uh, I'd actually love to see an NFL game with nobody in the stands. It would be very interesting. The trash talk alone would be worth the price. Oh, you I know. You that shit. But um, I just thought to myself, like, could they not have waited? Uh, it's not like they, they were losing tens of millions of dollars in revenue anyway from the gate. Right. And I understand that we as sitting around need to be entertained, and it was certainly a different thing. The question I have to you, uh, okay. should it have been called WrestleMania or should it have been like the WWE special or
0: something like that? I may be in the minority here, but I I absolutely think that it should have went on. I think it should still have been called WrestleMania because it is WrestleMania. I mean, this is, it's, it is what it is. and. And WrestleMania, you know, now we're getting to super like I'm huge wrestling nerd, so we're getting to super wrestling. Both, nerd. I mean, like we both are. Yeah, I mean,
1: likewise. I don't think uh, I have um, any uh, of any of the not trying left. to tune out people. Not trying. To I don't think, but left. this is a general discussion on yeah. any kind of gathering. Whether you're a UFC fan, a concert right. fan, you know, bands are doing shows from home. Bands are doing shows from whatever. Yeah, uh, we'll get to Pearl Jam in a minute because that's how we met. But yeah. like things are happening uniquely it is definitely an interesting time in the world movies are
0: being released did you like this presentation by them or should it have been different i look at it from a creative person standpoint in that okay so you're given here's here's the parameters you're not going to have an audience we're going to do this show you are going to go out there and you're going to perform i look at that as like okay this is an amazing challenge that I'm going to come up with something or a way to present this that is going to be just as enthralling to the person watching it at home as if they were watching a film or as if they're watching, you know, some some other pre-recorded material. What can I do as a performer to invest them in what I'm doing and to get them to not recognize or realize the fact that there's nobody else in in, in the arena? And there were a couple of, things on the show that i thought were bang on that absolutely did just that i'm going to say this dare i say
1: Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have been called wrestlemania okay to me i thought it should have been like this would normally be wrestlemania weekend we're calling it this instead and it's being pushed to uh SummerSlam's now WrestleMania or it's a, it's a SummerMania or su- I don't know what my thought yeah. was but my thought was like initially maybe it shouldn't be called WrestleMania.
0: I and I get that and my takeaway from the weekend of you know the two days that they they put on the show is I felt bad for some of the performers that were sort of achieving big things in their career. And I'm looking at guys like Drew McIntyre who won you know, he'd be Brock Lesnar. And this is a, it's a big moment for him. And to not have 70,000 people at Raymond James Stadium, cheering that we're expecting this. It's a moment. You talk to Adam, and he'll tell you, you know, when he won his his first title, when you hear when when it happens, and the crowd and, and these people that have followed you and and you get that sort of like that, that sort of blanket of it's an emotion. emotional journey. It's an it emotional is. Journey. And and some people were I don't want to say robbed of it, but because they'll get it again at some point. I'm not opposed to
1: it now. So this is why these people get paid money and I sit on my porch in Cloverdale. <laughs> at first I was like, I'm not sure it should have been called this. After watching it, yeah. I'm like, Okay, it's that WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? Just like, you know, it's they were doing that WrestleMania. It's that yeah. WrestleMania. So for me, it's like, okay, fair enough. And kudos to everyone involved. So I was entertained. Uh, The kids were were watching and going, this is so weird, but they were entertained. And so job well done by that team to pull that off. Yeah, absolutely. Second question. Okay. To get off wrestling in a second and we'll move to to music. Second question. Should they be like, thank you. Here's Raw. Here's SmackDown. See ya after Labor Day. Uh... Plank it and just say, That's it. The first break in WWE history, which is also a story. Yeah. And then come back swinging the way a season would come back swinging, where you're like, this has Uh. ended here. And now we are going to break and we are going to relaunch in September when we can put 10,000 people in a building. That was that. That was then. They go, then, now, and forever. (laughs) That was then. Then, now, forever. And well, now now the
0: new. Now the new. So do you think. They should break and say, "We'll see you when we see you." I want to say yes, but I know the answer is no. Not, not for any personal like I. I don't know. Sure. I mean, that's I, that's well, I know they cool. Pre, thing. We,
1: they they pre-taped. We forgot yeah. about all
0: that. You know, that's the one thing I've always I've always enjoyed uh, with having uh, Adam as as sure. my kind of like my in there is I've never wanted to know anything. And even yeah. when we were building up to Royal Rumble, uh, I was out there in, in January, and he's like. I don't want to tell you anything. I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, you know, so I I don't want to know. But my heart says that the show must go on. The show will go on. And I think at this point now, to to stop it, it just it would make all the stuff that's been done sort of in these empty house shows, these uh, these empty events. I think it it would make it almost mean less. It's it's an inter- interesting point that, that you're
1: making because I I there's I agree with two sides of it. I agree that keep the show going and keep it entertaining. And it's really going to push people yeah. to get creative because I loved uh, and I'll bias aside, I loved how Adam and Randy designed out the match and did the whole thing. But um, I also love, you know, there was the, the, the Taker thing, which was. Uh, oh, that was own brilliant. Thing. And so the there's Boneyard all these, there's all these different ways that they're going to get creative. So maybe it becomes a different kind of thing and it, and it challenges people. But I also love the idea that for the, because it's also news. That for the yeah. first time in WWE history, we are taking shut a shutdown break. And yeah. we are going to come uh, back swinging with this, this, and this. And, uh, and,
0: and there sort of one like, man, there is one man who will not let that happen. Understood. I
1: just, I just, I just was wondering if that just, I'm just speaking, I'm just throwing it out there. I yeah. love being entertained, but it I'm also, I'm, I'd also like, would be completely fine with them saying all right, friends, thank you. Thank you for this process. Thank you. We tr- we did this. We did that. That's your champion. That's your champion. That's your champion. That's your champion. You get to see them all in September. Yeah. And guess what? This and
0: this. So anyways, fun stuff. Moving I, on. Well, I just, I, I, one, yeah. one last thing on that is I will say, I wish that, um, I know that the WWE has the contract with Fox that they just signed yeah. um, earlier in the year um there are some amazing content creators that work with the wwe like the pr- sure. the production team behind some of the original content stuff is amazing and it's only on the network and unless you get the network you don't get to see this and i think there's some stuff on there that they could easily run as content on sure. network program well they could rerun out in of the, the show, time and that was hilarious hey man you can do all I sorts just, of stuff the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. Yes. Whatever gets you a check, buddy. Let's get that. Let's get those residuals going.
1: <laughs> All right. Switching gears, my friend. So you yes. uh, you got to tell you a little graphic for us uh, uh, of okay, uh, when so, we first met.
0: So let's is, see. This is here, where we go. Let me, let me find it here. So here. Look at that guy. Look at those four. It's a, it was a plaid party. It was a it, well it was a Pearl Jam show, right? So yeah. uh so, so this yeah. is Hamilton. This, this is Hamilton 2011 and yeah, it was uh this two, is nights. two nights two nights no, or three one nights night. No, the, it was the night after. Oh, so we did Pearl Jam and then Smackdown came in. Uh no, I'm Smackdown sure. Was, Smackdown was pre-taped. Right. Then Pearl Jam happened and then the that yeah friday the following gotcha. fr- thursday or friday was it was i've done so many on shows
1: i'm my brain's fried so there we go yeah. so I, I that was in hamilton and that was uh fun because we, uh, we all connected and then uh, so
0: so now let's see what i have uh this one uh <laughs> this one uh, this one has a real great story behind it this is in london ontario this is in london and uh my cousin, and, my cousin daryl in the background yeah there, right there on uh, the right side yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so again plaid party you and i i mean yeah.
1: sure we're plaid i just
0: didn't change yeah, well, hey, if you're comfortable in it, that's fine. But Beth, poor Beth, was <laughs> like very, very pregnant at that time with their first daughter, uh, Lyric. Yeah. And uh, they made the trip up. And look at Mr. Shorthair Adam there. Yeah, uh, and it was
1: 48 degrees out. It was so hot. It
0: was super, super hot. Uh, great show. But my, I think my, my favorite pick, well, oh, hang on, we'll I'll bring this one up here too, which is... Uh, uh, the three amigos, uh, yeah. in the show, Brent doing his, uh, There's the radio, was radio. The, the, the master of, uh, the, for, the okay. So, the show. you know,
1: I just realized that we're going to also turn this into audio. So the first picture was, uh, <laughs> yes. it was Adam and Mike and, uh, myself and, 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 and Carolyn and uh, yeah. backstage, uh, at the show. And the second picture was, uh, at a bar in London, uh, that was attached to Budweiser Gardens and Beth Phoenix was there. And, uh, uh, Beth Copeland and, and everyone's uh, there hanging out. Basically the same kind of picture, but a hello. Oh, yeah. And, and then this uh, one, the third picture is the, third, the picture. third picture was Mike and I and uh, Adam. They're sitting in their seats and I was working. And now we have a picture this, of this me is us. and Mike with uh, the children. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This with my kids. And this was, I think this was the morning of or the day before you were loading in. And I remember getting lost <laughs> and you you caught me on the street. I got pulled over by a yeah. cop. That's right. I made an illegal turn and you were walking over and the cop was just about to give me a ticket. And I'm like, dude, I'm not from here. I'm sorry. And and you're laughing. Mm-hmm. And the cop is like looking at you and you've got your radio on and you got your, you know, your your Pearl Jam uh, lanyard. And he's like, all right, you know, just you shouldn't do this. But but that was cool because, you know, you it's took, had fear in her eye oh yeah and you took the kids in to to show them sort of like the you know the and then we and then oh, i man. came over
1: a couple of years ago uh when i was at Ride uh, riot fest in chicago and i had to kill some time and then i came yeah. over and we did uh, we hung out with the kids and it was cool so anyways mike and i go back a long time yeah. and, and but uh, it, was, it was and we're working cool. together we're working together finally which is great and it all came together through progen yeah. who coincidentally dropped the brand new record uh, oh my god we were we haven't about talked it. about that yet so oh. that's what we're going to get into now Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member (laughs) FDSE. So we all met at Pearl Jam in Toronto. Coincidentally, this was an interesting thing because this was my return to Toronto, the first show I had done in Toronto in an arena Mm -hmm. in that capacity since, uh, I mean, I'd left in 2005. So it was 2011 and uh, it was on the on the last record the back backspacer yeah and then was on I was on that tour and that was a huge moment those two days for me because you know um i had come back it was the biggest shows for me like in toronto i had ever done i had two sold out shows at pearl jam it was amazing and i did for the record for everyone listening i don't pay for these shows i was running the shows on behalf of the promoter so it's not like the biggest shows I've done from a financial standpoint, I was yeah. just running the shows and
0: masterfully running. Them, Neil Young was I there add. and
1: Woody Harrelson was there. And it was like the, it was the PJ 20 release yeah. weekend. It was the Toronto film festival. So it was a huge weekend and a big, huge moment for me uh, career wise. And, uh, and then out of that, came you know a great relationship with adam and then a great relationship with you guys yeah. that we've that we've shared uh for many many years now
0: and, and like um, weird sort of like things where you know you grew up in port perry and my parents had a cottage in cadmus totally which is so there's like all right around weird... the corner from one of my best friends growing yeah. up and and know. i grew up in stoville so like it's just a funny funny how it's so intertwined right but yeah, and so
1: man. we 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 bonded over Pearl Jam and, and uh I've done uh, I'm at seventeen. I'm stuck at seventeen shows. Uh they were doing some more coming up and I was touring and I wasn't I gonna be able to do them and and uh I'm I'm trying to get to that magical number of 20 Pearl Jam shows and uh in my career, which is great. So I'm trying to get there, but they were coming in and obviously this has postponed everything. But um they put a brand brand new record at which everyone's been waiting for. Uh yes. okay, so but we kind of were texting back and forth on the record. I sent you a review on a uh, track by track breakdown that I thought was great that I saw. Yes, it was
0: really well done. Uh, I
1: talked to Adam, about that. Adam was like, yeah, I love these. It reminds us of, you know, I loved it because it reminded me of growing up in the eighties and nineties and getting like metal edge and reading about the new you yeah. know, Metallica record, the new Skid Row record, the new, all these kind of cool things. And uh, they broke it down like that. So now that you, because the first record, the first uh, single came out and you were like, huh,
0: well, yeah. well, And I remember you being like, huh. And I was like, give it time. There's, I know. It, I'm sure it's the sum of the greater parts. It's almost like they, they did an homage to every band that they grew up listening to and mashed it all into one, but made it sound like Pearl And Gym.
1: here's the thing about Pearl Jam. And I don't know how much, like, I, we're also huge Foo Fighter fans and, and all yeah. the rest of it. And, like, not every band gets an opportunity to write everything. So you get, you know, I'm pretty confident... Uh, in, in anyone listening that has a you know, dispute on this or or has better information than I do, but I'm 100% confident that Dave Grohl has a relatively active role in the side, songwriting process in the Foo Fighters. Likely better than 50%. Yes? I would From, think
0: so. Uh, right. I would think so. In this
1: particular case, when you read the reviews on how the record came together, Eddie's massively involved in it, but every single member of that band has contributed and they always contribute and then it's breaking down to well this is a McCready song and this is a matt cameron song. this is a matt song and so i think people need to understand that like when when you know when you're listening to a sum of all parts it's like and when you break down how the record was made yeah i mean it took a long time because they were demos of demos and they tried this and they tried that like any other record does and they got all these cool
0: sounds sonically when you read that interview that was in variety i mean you you see how far back some of those demos totally. actually went i mean and, almost back to the last shows that i did but yeah them. like we're talking i think 2017 in that ballpark Were and some were some of the early songs and yeah, and I, I think it's, it's, it's really neat to hear. The thing that you know kind of blew me away at first when I heard Clairvoyance was, I, I read that that was a Matt Cameron song, and I'm like, Matt Cameron using a drum machine? Like, what?
1: <laughs> and you sit around your house and you create, right? And it's a really interesting take because it's a total, uh, a lot of people that were messaging me going, I don't know what to think. And I'm like, you've got to put it in your headphones. And yeah. I think the lost art of the headphone, the real headphone, is is lost and sonically they were going to put this record out in movie theaters yeah, and let you experience this new sound, which is just the way that they had recorded it. And um, I thought uh, if you listen to it uh, in a, in headphones, it sounds completely different than listening to it any other way. And I think people that are on the fence on the record, they need to dive into it. Uh, they need to put that, uh, they need to read this amazing variety um, article where they talked to this producer uh, about it and uh, he breaks it down amazingly. Yeah. And I think you need to like really go track by track. Like we used to do, right. Yeah, and, oh, and what's that's, this new song. And this is, and the bands will go, this is, this is this guy's song. And this is yeah. like, you know, this is Sebastian Bach's never sounded better than this. And you're like, Oh, okay. Then you go right. You listened for that. And you're like, oh, I guess so. Or this or that, or, or the new Springsteen record is this. And, and, and we yeah. brought this guy in for that. And I used to love it. And bands, I don't find do
0: it anymore. When you talk about headphones, that's how, you know, you want to experience that kind of music. And I see it in my son now. Like, he listens to a wide range of stuff. I mean, he was a rocker kid at first. He did his grunge phase. He went through his Led Zeppelin and all that. And now, you know, he went to Tyler, the creator. And and he's a big listening on headphones. I mean, you experience an album like that. And yeah, it takes me back to when we were the album and cassette era. Cause we're not that old. We were yeah. cassette area. We were, we were, you know, Walkman, but it, yeah.
1: And I, I just thought, uh, I just thought the record uh, needed, needed some wings yeah. and it, people need to let it fly a little bit. And, um, and I think now that they do it um, for me, quick escape yeah. uh, is my, is one of my favorites. Cause I, I, I can picture it live and I know what that's going to be like live. Um, uh, whoever said, it's the first record, first song on the record, and they yeah. jam out at the end for like two bars. And I know live that's going to go probably twelve or sixteen bars, <laughs> whatever. Matt's going to take it for a while, right? So there's there's
0: some really great stuff. And um, "Buckle Up" is is another one I'm a big fan of. But comes then goes. I mean, right off the bat, and that's that's just Eddie playing his little guitar riff, and and, and they
1: talk about that. They yeah. talk about how they tried many different things
0: on that song, and then just decided that's just going to be this. So. Of course, I had to grab my guitar and try and figure it. And I'm not a guitar player at all. But, you know, that's, that's going to be this summer's, you know, new cottage tune type thing. Although it's a six and a half minute song. So that's a lot of lyrics. Right you now. only need four bars, buddy. Call I it a know. win. A hey, E A D, that's all I need, right? That's what that's what Machete says, right? Just three chords and the truth. That's what you need. <laughs> so uh, so we
1: uh, we came together on Pearl Jam. It brought yep. together this great, great friendship. Yeah, man. Um, and look at this. that's continued continued on and the
0: creative uh, juices that have come out of it now, man.
1: Right. And we're having some fun with it and uh, it totally is and um, kudos to you on on the stuff that you've been up to. It was great to Thanks, see man. you in that documentary. There's a WWE documentary on Adam's return. Yeah, uh, I don't care if you're a
0: wrestling fan or not, try to find it on uh, by hopefully it'll be on youtube i'm sure it will be or or you know the the network the network they always do like the free month trial like you can sign up
1: but there's yeah and there's people that are going to be like i'm not getting that or whatever yeah there's going to be it's going to float out there there's some great footage mike you're in there talking about it yeah it was there's just some there's some really cool stuff uh in there it's a great comeback story uh it it showcases a great uh guy with um, amazing support system and, um, I don't think there's a person that can watch that wrestling fan or not, not be inspired by it. And, uh, I think it's great that you, uh, got to be a part of it and got, very um, cool. and I appreciate you keeping us all connected and, and having, and producing this for me and having some fun with it,
0: man. I love it. And, and I, I, you know, it's, it's cool to see how you've sort of crafted this show and how you've grown as a podcaster and, and your interview style and well i never stopped chasing it
1: and that's just why i love this documentary so much because i never i'm gonna lose the sunlight here for a minute but um i'm uh, i've never stopped chasing it um and it was always been there and it's something that i've always gone after and anyone listening will understand me but i mean you gotta if you got a dream you got a goal you got to go after it uh, it has nothing to do with uh, t- uh, traveling the world and doing things It really has to do with going after What I set out to do yeah. Which was to A, make a career in music But B, just um, uh, Learn and be productive And and being able to contribute to our business and that's how I do it. And I uh, meet amazing people like you guys, which is forged is great friendship. And here we are. Well, that's it, uh, man. like, it's I, only dropped one degree since we've talked. Uh, so it's still
0: 19. Uh, it's it's still, and, you uh, know, old person 22 in this booth. So, but I appreciate the time brother. And it's, it's all your work that you've done for Thanks, this has man. been amazing.
1: And, uh, and, uh, I think it's awesome. we got to keep trying to do this, uh, again.
0: And, and, and what's, it's kind of neat. It's sort of back to that documentary. I, I had to laugh because some of the footage they used at the beginning was from uh old Dean Blundell there. From back I here. saw that. And someone had sent that on Twitter and I'm like, <laughs> and so I, I, I sent a tweet out
1: last night. Cause after watching that, it reminded me not, not that I ever need reminding. It just kind of triggered. I'm like, right. Edge appreciation night. And then we all met like within two days of that. Yeah, and, and, and he uh, was on Blundell. And, and, and I, yeah. and I wish, uh, and now I'm doing, you know, now Blundell's hosting this. Yeah this podcast and you're producing it. And I don't know, it's
0: a funny world that it's
1: all intertwining. And, and, uh,
0: you were talking about your, your gig, like my, my whole thing, and you've got kids, I've got kids and you want to encourage whatever they want to do. Have your, have goals, have dreams, make them realistic. You can have some crazy ones, but at the end of the day, do something you love and uh, you'll never work a day in your life. 100% agree, That's brother. That's it, man. That is totally
1: it. Well, thanks for joining me. uh This Absolutely. edition of the Brenton on Tour, we're going to call it the Quarantine Cast. I get to leave the, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you, Michael, because you've been very creative, and I've been writing the intros for the other things, but this is what I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to come up with these, with a new intro for this. Oh, for the Quarantine Cast. Yeah, whatever it's going to be, <laughs> and you're going to, voice it and oh, you're going to write it God. and it's going to be just make sure people understand that they got to stay the hell inside or at least on a you know in a
0: park oh, alone with the kids whatever the hell you're going to do challenge to you i haven't been a copywriter in you know almost 20 years mm. so. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a podcaster, so here we go. Oh, very well played, sir. <laughs> all right, buddy. Enjoy your day. I, I always, well, where, can people find you? where can people find you online and all that uh, You stuff? know what? I'm, I'm not much of an onliner, but uh, if you want to go and, and see what else this mysterious voice has been a part of, uh, just hit my website, uh, www.mp, as in Mike Pongratz, voiceovers, all one word, .com. And uh, I got some stuff up there that I've done over the years that you'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, that's that dude. And it's like, man, it's a good thing he didn't get in front of a camera. We all have a face for radio. <laughs> that's that's it, buddy. That's it. Thanks so much for doing this, man. This was cool. Thanks, buddy. And uh, stay warm. Yes, sir. And isolated. And stay isolated. Yeah.
1: Huge, huge thanks to my good friend Mike Pongras for joining me the last two weeks on this uh, odd quarantine, Brenton not on tour cast, but having some fun I mean a little bit of you know a little bit of nerd talk never heard to anybody we're having some fun with that keeping ourselves occupied keeping ourselves safe hope you're doing the same more of these are coming gonna be getting into some uh, some other guests offering different kinds of things what they're up to so we're gonna change it up I mean it's been coffee and music and travel I'm gonna move on to life but I got some other things and other interests and we're gonna cover some of those off and some great stories so thanks my friends thanks to Mike for putting this all together on the board and just being a part of the Brenton on Tour podcast from inception. So really you're awesome. Be well, friends, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you.